You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Carry Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. And then in Matthew chapter 2, we are told of the wise men searching for Jesus. And these wise men were not Jewish people. Hello. They were called the Magis. They are those who search for the stars of people. They use the natural stuff to read the lives of people. But they were the ones chosen to go and give gifts to the Messiah. And they were the ones who saw that the Messiah was coming. And yet, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the high priests were there. They didn't see. Oh, hello. And we were told that in Matthew chapter 2, this God was chased by Herod. So he flew into Egypt. Hello. Egypt was the place of sin and slavery where Israel was took out from. Is that right? Is that right? And he fled to Egypt. So he went to the beginning of the slave and sin of the nation Israel because he is coming to redeem the nations. So, we see God doing so many things because he's interested in mortal man. And he so desires for them, loves them so much that he's ready to do anything to bring them to himself. Hello. Allow me to come. In 
Matthew chapter 3, we see John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus. And he said, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. Change your mind. In other words, there's a new dispensation coming. So change your mind. And he says, I have baptized you with water unto repentance, unto the change of mind. With regards to your Jewish understanding. But there's a one who is coming after me. He is mightier than I. Even his sandals, I can't tie it. And he is not going to baptize you with water. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And not just the Holy Ghost, but with fire. You don't know you have fire inside of you. No enemy can stay around you. You have been baptized with the Holy Ghost. And one of the symbols of the Holy Ghost, major, is that you are fire. You are fire brand.
So the exact temptation that the first Adam was given, the second Adam, was given the same temptation. The first Adam failed. Man went into sin. The second Adam passed. Said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He said, well, then he, he, he go and stand on this mountain. He will give his angels charge. He said, no, 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 no. That shall not tempt the Lord thy like God. Mm -hmm. Then he took him to a place, a high place. He went, he saw the glories of this earth. And he said, listen to me. Bow down, worship me. And I'll give you all of this. He said, what do you mean? We shall only bow, serve only one God and worship him. He's Elohim. Straight away, he has drawn the line between the first Adam and the second and the last Adam. Sin is about to break. Hallelujah. Christ is about to be produced. Are you here with me? Then in Matthew, For B, he chooses the first batch of his disciples. So after now, he's opened up the day. About to show the devil that somebody's on the same. <laughs> and he's not the first other. This one, he's the master. He chose his people. Peter, come, 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 come. Leave the seat. You're your, your, your brothers. <laughs> So he just chose the first, first batch. That's according to Matthew's records. Chose them and they came. And then he began his ministry straight up. Started healing the sick and all of that. And then in Matthew chapter 5, watch this. In Matthew chapter 5, he did his first training session for his disciples. In Matthew chapter 5. So if you look at Matthew chapter 5 verse 1, somebody shows uh, uh, a take us there. Matthew chapter 5 verse 1, you can see that the beatitudes, the attitudes to be, we call it, yes, that's the word. The beatitudes is translated directly from the Greek. That's why it's beatitudes. But the word is attitudes to be, if you're speaking English. The be attitudes. So they are attitudes to be. All right. And seeing the multitude, he went up on the mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to, all right, and then to, and he opened his mouth and taught so he was speaking directly to his disciples, not the multitude. So he started giving them a training session, an orientation about the work he's coming to do and the attitude they need to have for the work that he's coming to do. Hello. He has come to build a kingdom. Is that right? And he says, these are the attitudes you need to enter the kingdom. <sighs> these are the attitudes. So he said, blessed are the poor in spirit. Because that has been the opposite. With the law, blessed are the proud in spirit. They are champions. They know God more than everybody. You know, everything, blessed are those that mourn. If you see, all of that are showing weaknesses that are surrendered to him. Hello. So, 
Mais il y a des champions. Après l'eau, on sort. in every man is brought to their smoothness level. Because one way or the other in their heart, something is going wrong. Are you here with me? Yes. So he went and said, don't judge. So don't judge. You judge. And he told them how you judge. Yes, don't judge. If you judge, you shall be what? Judge. Because no man can be a judge. 
Now listen to me very carefully. Matthew narrated all of these things. But Matthew did not have a revelation of these things. That's why most of the account in the Gospels were statements and words of Jesus. But they could not clarify as to exactly what Jesus meant. Apostle Paul came to do that job by revelation. So they gave information, Apostle Paul gave us a revelation. So the gospel actually is not Matthew, Mark, Luke. John did brilliant because John really had a close, intimate relationship with Jesus. John caught revelation. That's why he started, his narration was different. He started straight away assuming God, in the beginning God. So he caught revelation. So you can see that his narrative is different from the other synoptic gospels. He spoke to the fact that grace and truth came from Christ. And the law came from Moses. And he said, in the fullness of his grace, Jesus Christ dwells. Yes. Alright. Now, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, we can get it clear. Jesus' statement that Matthew stated, but he himself did not have true understanding. Matthew 5, 17 to 19. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law. Or the prophets. I have come to abolish, I have come not to abolish them, but to fulfill them. Everybody say fulfill them. Do you know the word fulfill? Put the two, two, it's a two-syllable word. Full. I have come to fully feel. Fully feel the law. Get it? Is it coming? I have come to fully feel the law. In other words, anytime you talk about somebody fulfilling something, he said, I have not come to abolish it. I have come to complete it. I have come to finish it. When he went on the cross, he said, it is finished. Tetelestem. Everything about the law that left man in depravity and in slavery have finished it. What was he trying to say? I have come to complete it so that you don't have to do it again. You don't have to go through the law again. And every penalty of the law, every pain of the law, everything that the Lord brings to man and makes man a slave, I have come to fulfill it on behalf of man. So man will no more be a slave to the law. Because the law they didn't know was supposed to be talking all about him, the one who has come to fully feel it. Because he is the one who actually fully feels the law. Every attempt to obey the law was an attempt to please him. So they are trying to please him in a way that he is not pleased. Watch this. John 5, 39 to 40. John 5, 39 to 40. So you see John exposing the scriptures. You search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which testify of me. But you are not willing to come to me that you may have life. So, he says, for the law, it has respect for the scriptures. But the law does not understand that there's a person behind the scriptures 
says is about that person. So you are following the letter, not knowing who. Wrote the letter. <laughs> and you say you can enjoy the letter, you can't enjoy it. You don't understand the letter. You are setting the scriptures and you think it will give you eternal life. But you are not willing to come to the person in the scriptures who gives the eternal life. So everything the Lord was talking about was talking about you. Jesus. Look at John 5, 46 to 47. He says, do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. Jesus. So, Jesus is saying that my assignment is not to accuse. I told you, when you come to church and the message is accusing you, it is not church. That is a different gospel. I don't know. Let them show you where they got that one. He said, listen, do not think that I shall what? Accuse you. There's only one person who has that job. He's called the accuser of the brethren. His name is the devil. Jesus says, I did not come to accuse you. There's one who accuses you. What is his name? He's referring to the law. The Pentateuch, the five books of Moses, they are books that accuse you. As a matter of fact, it doesn't tell you what to do. It tells you what not to do. Enjoy Christ. Amen. I said you would enjoy Christ. Amen. It tells you what not to do because the law is an accuser. Wherever the law is an accuser, the moment he sees you, he doesn't see anything right. The law always sees the wrong. It's like some of the people I know. They are in a certain job in this nation. They are like the law. They can stand in a corner and watch. All they are waiting for you is to help. <laughs> I have not mentioned anything. <laughs> You are this. You are that. You are not free. 
And he said, Be ye perfect as your heavenly father is, for he made the sun to shine on both the just and the unjust. So he said, There were two of his disciples. After Jesus was dead, before he would rise up, they were confused. You know, the, the, the disciples got, I mean, they, they split. Everybody was going somewhere else. And as they were going, Jesus met them. It was not revealed to them. And they were talking, they were talking, they were talking. And Bible said, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. He's the center of scripture. Everything that the law and the prophets wrote, they spoke about him. Everything was to him. Everything was to speak about him. They were waiting for this day to come. But it never came in their time. They were waiting to see this promise. It never manifested. And you and I are privileged to live in this promise. So scripture was about him. They were trying to, that's why he said, I have come to fulfill the law. Everything they were saying from beginning till now is all about me. So I have come. To complete it. When I completed it, you didn't have the burden of proof anymore. The burden of proof now lies with me. I said you are saved. Amen. Beautifully saved. Amen. Eternally saved. Amen. Nobody can take it out of his hands. Because you are not living by the law. So don't be counting your mistakes. Yesterday, I did this. Yesterday, I did that. Listen to me very carefully. If you want to be just to yourself, I can assure you today that if you are going to count, you realize that the good you do is more than the bad you do. But your emphasis is more on the bad than the good. Because that's the way you have been humanly oriented since your beginning. How your mother shouts about your bad it doesn't shout about your good and bad. That is human nature. 
that the same. Nobody has changed. Wow. Amen. Daddy, Grace found that now. Grace has found King. John 1 16 17. Are you enjoying him? Yes. John 1 16 17. Watch this. Let's all read it. Go. And of his fullness, we have all received. What did we receive? For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Grace goes with what? They walk together. Grace is not a lie. Grace is not deception. Grace is truth. What are you talking about? fulfill the law. And therefore Paul expatiated this. And look at what he says. Let's all read it. Go. 
For all the promises of God in him and in him to the Now, look at Romans chapter 10, verse 4. So if you 
If you want to be righteous, what do you do? So the moment you believe in Christ, what happens to you? So the transition into righteousness doesn't come by works. The transition into righteousness comes by believing Christ. And the moment you believe Christ, you transition. For the end of the law. So Christ is saying that, listen, all Christ was saying, abolishing the, listen, I'm not abolishing the law, fulfilling the law. He says that the ultimate goal of the law was to look on Christ. That is the ultimate goal of the law. But they didn't get it. The ultimate goal of the law is to gaze on Christ. Focus on Christ. When you focus on Christ, you are fulfilling the law. What, what is, while he was still speaking, 
my graceful son, in whom I am well pleased, hear him. Forget about the Lord. Forget about the prophets. This is grace. Hear him. 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 They fell on their faces. Watch this. Watch. The mentality is still there. Because when grace visits, it doesn't visit with vengeance. When grace visits, it doesn't visit with revenge. It doesn't visit to kill, to judge. They were afraid. Why were they afraid? So look at, look at grace. But Jesus came and touched them. The word touched them is the word parted them. What's your problem? Arise. Do not be afraid. Listen, wherever grace is, he will tell you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Don't feel terrible. You are not that bad as they say you are. No, no, don't be afraid. This problem is not like you think it is. We're going to sort it out. Don't be afraid. Wherever grace is, And when they lifted up their eyes, the Lord, the prophet, welcome. It is left with grace. 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 We are not living in options of who to choose. There's only one option. Grace, glorious grace At the cross you called it finished Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Rev. Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the Word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. <laughs>